0: Talk Shoes. Recorded live. Why should I be discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for my heavenly home? When Jesus is my potion. Yes, oh. A kind friend is he. Oh, his eyes is on the sparrow. And I know he was me. Oh, why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long for my heavenly home when Jesus is my portion? A constant friend is he. Oh, his eyes is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Don't you know that I sing Sing, sing Because I'm happy Don't you know that I sing Sing, sing Because I'm free Oh, his eyes his on the sparrow And I know he wise me Don't you know that I sing, sing, sing because I'm happy Don't you know that I sing, sing, sing because I'm free Oh His eyes is on the sparrow and I know me, and I know he watches me, and I know he watches me, amen. His eyes is on the sparrow, therefore I know that he watches over me. Bible say that the eyes of the Lord they are in every place. Amen. Behold the evil and the good. You, Amen. His eyes are going to and fro. <laughs> Amen. Nothing escapes him. We thank God that he's an omnipresent God. Amen. An omniscience God. See all and know all. Nothing escapes him. Amen. We thank God for Sister Evans for that song. Amen. Thank God for all of you who have joined in the service on today. We give thanks unto the Lord. Let us turn our attentions to the first and second chapter of the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk. The prophet Habakkuk. The prophet Habakkuk. Right before the book of Zephaniah and right after the book of Nahum. Habakkuk chapter 1 and chapter number 2. Thank the Lord for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Habakkuk chapter 1 and chapter 2. We'll read from chapter 1, verses 1 to verse 4, and we'll read from chapter 2, verses 1 to verse 3. Habakkuk chapter 1. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. He saw it. O Lord, how long shall I cry? And thou thou would not hear. Even cry out unto thee of violence, and thou would not save. Why doest thou show me iniquity, and cause me to behold grievance? For spurling and violence are before me. There are that raise up, strife, and contention. Therefore the law is slacked, and judgment do it never go forth. For the wicked do compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Chapter 2, verse 1. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower, and I will watch to see what he will say unto me. And what I shall answer when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he may run that read it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, Wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Verse 4 says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just. But the just. Come on, finish that off for me, sister. But the just shall live by his faith. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We like to speak for a little while uh, on the subject. Hold on to your vision. Hold on to it. Our Father and our God, we thank you once again for your grace and your mercy that have sustained us from the rock of our cradle to this very present moment. We thank you for allowing us to be found once again in your house of worship, where prayers can be heard and your mercy can be found. We thank you for the reading of your scriptures. We thank you for the explanation that you will give. We thank you for the encouragement. From out of your word, dear God, and Father, we be mindful to give you the praise, the glory, and all the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Hold on to your vision. Amen. Hold on to your vision. I say hold on to your vision. Amen. If you don't hear anything else, hold on on to your vision. Amen. Don't be discouraged about what you see. Hold on to your vision. The Bible says, speak those things that be not as though they were. Hold on to your vision. Without a vision, the people perish. Hold on to your vision. It's your vision that gives you hope. Amen. And the Bible says, Paul said, hope make you not ashamed. Amen. You don't have to be ashamed of what you're dealing with and what you're going through and what's coming out against you. God then gave you a vision for your life. Amen. For your house, for your children, for your marriage. Hold on to that vision. Amen. Don't give up and don't give in. You have to hold on to your vision. Amen. The road might get a little rough, might get a little rocky, might get a little shaky. Amen. Buckle up, baby. The road might get rough. Amen. But God is going to bring us through. Hold on to your vision. Habakkuk, the prophet. Amen. Go before God in prayer. Talking to God concerning a nation of people that was called by God's name. Amen. The people who God had rescued and redeemed from the hands of Pharaoh, from out of a nation where they was bound for 430 years, the same people that God rescued, the same people that God brought through a wilderness experience, brought brought them across, the Red Sea on dry ground, crossed them over the Jordan River while it was overflowing, the same people that God gave an inheritance to and blessed them above all other nations. Amen. And these people was called by God's name. Amen. A people, amen, that God had gave nations for, a people that God had gave land that they didn't buy, houses that they didn't build. These same people, amen, that had got, amen, contrary to the ways and the ordinance of God and gone about doing their own thing. The preacher was praying for the nation. Amen. And it, did, it seemed like their prayers was going unanswered. Amen. All they was doing, amen, violence and spurring, doing all kind of wickedly, amen, before ungodly people the thing that can cause the most shame to the name of God. Amen. People who are supposed to be righteous, amen, in the sight of God and, amen, bringing people, amen, to God, amen, was causing people to sin against God. Habakkuk was praying for these people, amen, and, and it seemed like their prayers was going unanswered. Anybody been praying, amen, and it seemed like it did get better. It seemed to get worse. That's why God sent me to give you this message. Hold on to your vision. Amen. Don't let what you see bother you. Look what he said. The burden which Habakkuk, the prophet, he did see. Amen. It wasn't told him. Amen. It didn't come as a whisper. It didn't come in a form of gossip. The Bible says the prophet saw it. Amen. He got down on his bending knees And he began to pray for the people. Amen. Regardless of what people do you, Amen. Regardless of how people come out against you. Regardless of how bad people treat you, keep praying for them. Keep praying for them. Jesus said love your enemy. Pray for them that despitefully use you. (coughs) And love them. Keep praying for them. Amen. Your prayers haven't gone unanswered. Amen. God hear you. Amen. And God see everything That's going on. Amen. Habakkuk said that all he saw was iniquity. Why you put me in this condition? Why do you allow me to go through what I'm going through? Thank you, Lord, for what you're bringing me through. Amen. It don't come, amen, to make you, amen, to tear you down. Amen. It comes to build you up. Amen. It comes to keep you strong in the faith. Matter of fact, the last verse we read, the fourth verse we read in chapter two, he said that the just, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Hold on to your vision. Keep the faith. Amen. God, amen, have a plan that worked out just for you. Amen. God, amen, was sitting in the heavens, amen, waiting for a certain time, amen, to reveal itself to the prophet, amen, to let him know that God, amen, was on the case. You got to know that God is working on your case, amen, regardless of how bad it looks, regardless of what people is doing what people is not doing. God is working on the building, amen. Let God do his thing, amen. What the songwriter say? Step back and let God work it out for you. Amen. while you're trying to figure it out, God has already worked it out. Amen. While the time that Habakkuk was praying, amen, things didn't seem like any change was coming. But during the time he was praying, God was working. Amen. He was preparing an ungodly nation, amen, to put Israel, to put Judah back in her place. Judah had got beside ourselves. It's something how when God bless us, that we get beside ourselves. Amen. seems like every time God opens up a door, amen, for us to go in, when we get inside that door, we get beside ourselves. We start, like old folks say, we start smelling ourselves. Amen. Be, become ungrateful people. Forget from where our blessings come from. David said, I will look from whence come, you got to know where your help come from. Sometimes look like when God opened doors and began to bless us, sit us looking to God, we begin to look towards people. The Bible say God is a jealous God. He visited the iniquity upon the children to the fourth, third, and fourth generation. God was preparing the Babylonians, getting them strong, making them violent, Amen. And he placed their attention right on Judah that they would go in and chastise God's people. Bring them back to reality. Let them know who had brought them and put them in the position that they was placed in. How God had made them the head and not the tail. Place them above all other nations and not beneath. Amen. That they got the big head. Amen. they began to brag and boast and they forgot about the God who had brought them to the place of their prominence, the place of blessing. And so God is working. God is at work preparing the nation to come out against them. And so when, when Habakkuk prayed, amen, the Bible said now after he had prayed and talked to God, in the very first verse in chapter 2, he said, now nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to see what God says concerning these things. A just God, a righteous God, a holy God, he cannot allow all of these things to be. The Bible said that he will stand upon his watch, and he said he would set him upon the tower, and he would watch to see what God would say, and what shall the answer be during the time of his reprovement. That's all we got to do is learn how to wait on God. Amen. If you didn't pray and you believe in the prayers that you prayed, and you believe in the God who you're praying to. All you got to do now, wait on God. That's all you have to do is just wait on God. The Bible says, "There that wait, not on people, but wait upon the Lord. Not on finances, but wait upon the Lord, because God is the one who can open doors that no man can close, and He can close those." That no man can open. If God throws a door for you, on you, baby, I don't care who you go to, who you call, that door won't be open because God got that door closed. Or when God opened up a door. I don't care what people say, what they do, and how bad they try trying to hold you back. Can't you Look, they can't do nothing to you if God is for you. If God be for you, don't worry about your haters. They can't do nothing to you. All your hands are going to do is bless you. Because the more they pull you down and talk about you, the more God going to raise you up. Thank you, Lord. Bible said that the Lord answered and said, write the vision. Write the vision. I'm not going to be long for y- with y'all today. He said, write the vision down. Write it down and make it plain. For he that read it may run with it. Thank you, Lord. Although you're seeing something altogether different, than what you've been praying about. Amen. He said, look, this is what I'm going to do for you. Amen. I'm going to open doors for you. I'm going to to make a way for you. I'm going to touch somebody's heart that they would bless you. Even though in the face of adversity and everything that's going out against you, I want you to write this vision down. What I show you, I want you to write it. And write it down where people can read it. I don't want you to talk in no big vocabulary words. I want you to just make it plain. Make it plain that even a little child... Would understand. Make it plain. So that when you read it, you can run with this one. You can run on to see what the end's going to be. Amen. He said, write this vision down. He said, for it shall come to pass. And once God just said it, the devil in hell can't hold it back. Amen. The Bible said, once his word go forth, it will not return unto him void. But it was accomplished what it set out to do. God just sent the word out on you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. You ought to thank God for his word. You ought to thank him for his word. Amen. You ought to thank him for his word. Amen. He said, for you shall be a delightsome land, says the Lord of hosts. He said, I will not allow the devourer to come nigh your dwelling. Thank God for his word. Amen. He said, for my word, amen, will not return unto me void, but it's going to accomplish what it's set out to do. Before me and my, he said, before heaven and earth shall, fall to, shall pass away, but me and my word, me and the word are going to stand forever. You got to grab a hold of God's word. If it's just one word, hold, grab a hold of it. Amen. And hold it dear to your heart. Amen. Hold on to your vision. Amen. Don't let your situation and your circumstances, amen, dictate to you what you are and who you are. Amen. What you can have and what you can't have. Thank you, Lord. God just sent out a word for you that he's going to bless you. Amen. But there's something got to come before the blessing. Something is coming before the blessing. Amen. The Bible said whatever a man sow it, that shall he reap. Amen. Israel had 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 got had had caused violence in the land, caused people to to walk contrary to the will in the way of God. Amen. God had to chastise them. Amen. The Bible said those who he loved, he chastised. Amen. Get you back on the right road. Amen. Because God can't bless them. He got to get you back on the right road. Amen. He caused Babylon to come in. Amen. To place Judah back in her place. Amen. It's time to get back in line. Get back in your place. In the book of Isaiah, he talks about the plumb line. Amen. And we got to plumb that line. Amen. Other people might can do what they want to do, and it seems like they're getting by with it. But you who are called by the name of the Lord, he said, we got to plumb the line. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, turn from your wicked ways. He said, then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive you of your sins, and I'll heal the land. Amen. Something is about to be healed. Amen. But before the healing process, amen, there's always some agony, some pain. <coughs> before the healing process, sometimes a little infection might set in a bad gut. Sometimes a little pain might come in through the night while you're sleeping. It goes to thump, and amen. And let you know, Amen, that you're injured, that something is going wrong with the body. Amen. It's trying to fight against the infection and fight against the pain. Amen. And go to thump and to let you know I'm still here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Before the blessing, there's always there's always some kind of retribution. Amen. Before the blessing, Amen. Get you back on track. Put you back in your place. Amen. You think that you're doing right just because you pray, just because you call on the name of the Lord. Amen. But there's some things that you're doing contrary to the will of God. Amen. And Habakkuk was calling out to God behind these things. Even though they were people of God, even though they were called by God's name, they was walking in the contrary way to the will of God. Amen. And God said, i got to put them back in their place. Amen. Habakkuk couldn't see it. Amen. Habakkuk couldn't understand. How could you use a more ungodly nation. Like Babylon to chastise a people, Amen, that's called by your name. Amen. You got to understand and know God knows what He's doing. He knows what He's doing. He might use a person on your job, cause you some grief and cause you some headaches and, and cause you some discomfort. God will use your children, Amen, to cut you up, get back down on your bending knees and start praying again. Get you back to fasting and calling upon the name of the calling upon the name of the Lord. God knows what he's doing, amen, to get us back in line and have us to plumb that line. Thank you, Lord. And so God told Habakkuk, he said, sit up on the watch. Get up on your watchtower and wait on me. Thank you, Lord. Do you realize how long God's been waiting on you? And sometimes you seem like you've been waiting a long time for God to open up that door. Even though you didn't saw this vision, you didn't you 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 had this dream, and, and in the dream, it was so clear to you, amen, that God was going to do this in your life. God was going to do this for your life, amen, and you start making plans. You start making plans because of the vision you saw, because of what you had in your heart to do. You you, you you start getting things together, but as you begin to get things together, it seems like the bottom sometimes will fall out, amen. Thank you, Lord. It's when the bottom fall out, baby, you know that you're on the right track. When the bottom fall out. Amen. Because the Bible says, David said in the 127th Psalm, unless the Lord builds a house, he that builds, only builds in vain. That's all you're doing. You're just working in vain. Amen. When you think that, you're going to do it. And you're not depending upon God. Amen. All praise and glory goes to God. That's where it got to go. It got to go to God. It got to go to God. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand. His name, not your name, his name is worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. They begin to wait on God. Wait on an answer. Wait for God to move. Wait for God to open up some doors. Wait for God to make a difference. Make some changes in their lives and in their homes. Amen. Habakkuk was waiting on God. And so God told him, say, look, this is what I'm going to show you. And I want you to take this vision that I'm going to show you, and I want you to write it down and make it plain. So the people who read it may run with it. Everybody's not reading. Amen. Everybody's not reading. Amen. Everybody's not reading. The, we, we talk about Bible stuff. We talk about what the Bible lesson is going to be about the very next week. How many read? to find out what God is saying, so that when the word of God comes forth, amen, you can rejoice in the word of God, knowing that God just showed you what he is saying in his word, and the preacher just comes and confirms what God says. The people had got a deaf ear to what God was saying. The Bible says he didn't have an ear to hear. God was speaking, but they wasn't listening. Amen. So God had to use an ungodly nation, amen, to put them back in line. But he said, regardless of that, whatever vision you have, I want you to I want you to hold on to your vision. Hold on to it. He said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes we try to make things happen before it's appointed time. Amen. You can't make it happen. Amen. God is the only one, amen, can bring it to pass. Amen. A lot of scriptures we read, especially in the Old Testament, it starts off and it came to pass. What God had said in chapters way before, You read that chapter, the Bible opens up with the very first verse says, and it came to pass. Amen. We can't never make it come to pass. Only God can make it come to pass. Amen. Only God. Amen. A lot of times we try and make make it happen. Things we saw, things we got up and testified about, what God said concerning our lives. Sometimes we try and put our own hand in it. But it's not going to be your hand to do it. It's going to be by the hand of God. Amen, it's going to be by his timetable. Amen, it's going to be through through his working and and not through yours. Amen, because all the glory goes to God. He said the vision is yet for an appointed time. Somebody in here got an appointment with their vision. Thank you, Lord. Your vision is yet for an appointed time. The Bible says shall speak and not lie. How vision talk. How do a vision talk to you? Amen. When it comes to pass, it begins to talk to you. Say, yeah, this is it, what God has showed me. How many times you done, you done heard the word deja vu? You ever heard that word deja vu? Huh? You just saw something minute in a dream. <clears throat> could have been years ago, could have been months or weeks ago. And all of a sudden, you're in a place at a certain event that has nothing to do with what you dreamed about. And this individual would say something or do something would bring it to bring it to your mind. Say, yeah, I didn't saw this before. I didn't heard this before. Look like this didn't happen to me before. That's only your vision speaking to you. It's only coming to pass. So you got to you got to get a vision, and when you get it, hold on to it, because they're gonna have some turbulence along the way. Amen. They're To try to take you from off a track. Amen. But it's because the turbulence It's because of the turbulence, it's gonna let you know, baby, you're right on track. And your vision is yet for an appointed time. And the Bible says "Shall will speak and not lie. Your vision have a lie to you, regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of what didn't happen or what haven't happened. Amen. That's why he told, told the writer, say, write this vision down. Sometimes you got to write things down and go back and keep reading. I, I'm reminded of this commercial that comes on TV with, with, with uh, Kevin Durant. And this little young guy, amen, he, all his long life, all he's been, been hoping to meet Kevin Durant, amen. He's sitting in this trailer not knowing Kevin Durant is coming in to see him, amen. And, 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 and when he goes in there, Kevin Durant tells him, say, look, man, whatever you have a vision or a dream for your life, he told him to do what? Write it down. Write each thing down. And as every part of your life, amen, every time you accomplish one goal, scratch it off. Amen. Kevin Durant was saying this is what he did. Amen. When he was coming up, when he wanted to become, amen, a professional basketball player so he can be a blessing to his mother, so he can be a blessing to his house. Amen. You got to write some things down. You got to write it down. Amen. Because if you don't write it down, the devil will come and try and steal it from you. Because the Bible said this is his job, to steal, kill, and destroy. Don't let what the devil trying to do. Because God will use the devil. Amen. He'll use the devil. Amen. Babylon was, was, like, was like Satan that came out against the people of God. Amen. But God was using them. God had them in his hand, using them as a tool to get Judah back in line so he can bless them. Isn't that something, how God works? God will take something and use it, amen, as a tool of time, just so he can bless you. He want to bless you but certain places in life we be with our, with our life and with our time that we're not giving to God, amen, and not honoring God's word that he put us in a position, amen, so that he can get us back in line so he can bless you. A lot of times we sing the song, God got a blessing for me, and he got my name on it. Thank you, Lord, he got a special delivery, amen, coming to you, but you have to get yourself in line, amen, get yourself in line with God. Amen. And don't worry about what you see and what's going on. Amen. Write your vision down so that when it comes to pass, it's going to speak to you and not lie. And he goes on to say, though it tarry, though you've been waiting for a while, though it seem like it's never going to come to pass, though it tarry, though it's held up. Amen. though it's waiting. Amen. In store for you, it shall come to pass. It's going to come to pass. But it's going to come on God's timetable. Amen. It's tarrying, Amen. And it's waiting on you. It's waiting on you. Amen, somebody. It's waiting on you. Amen. When you make up your mind to do what God says, when you make up your mind to get yourself back in line with God, then it's going to be delivered. He said, do it, tarry, Do it, tarry." He said, wait for it. Because it will surely come. And it would not tarry. Thank you, Lord. Hold on to your vision, Saint. Amen. And don't let what you see cause you to give up on God. God never gave up on you. All the things we did, all the wrong places we've been, all the wrong things we've been say. Amen. Even when, when we had time to come to service and we didn't come, made excuses for whatever that reason was. Amen. God never gave up on you. He never gave up on you. So don't you ever give up on God. Amen. Don't you ever give up on God. God did gave you a dream. He did gave you a vision for your life. Amen. For your home. For your children. He said, do it tarry. He said, wait for it. It's coming. Don't, 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 don't leave, don't leave the faith. He said, for the just. That's the only thing we got going for us. Is our faith. Amen. For the Bible says a man can receive nothing from God if he don't believe. All things are possible to those that believe. Hold on to your vision. Amen. Hold on to your vision. Amen. God bless you, saints. God bless you. Hold on to it. Hold on to your vision. Amen. God got a blessing with your name on it. Amen. He got a blessing with your name on it. Just the kind of God that we serve. Amen. Even though we wasn't faithful, even though we did wrong, God always remained faithful. One writer said, he overlooked my fault, and yet he still attended to my needs. But God got a whole lot of things that you've been walking for. Right now, he's only taking care of your needs. god got a whole lot in store. Just hold on to your vision. Don't let the controversy, situation, circumstances, don't let it turn you around. Don't let it make you think that God don't hear and answer prayers. Amen. It's because of the prayer. You know, when you pray for patience. God sends somebody with a whole lot of disturbance. You, do you know that? In order for you to gain patience, God send people into your life to come out against you. Sometimes they even will curse you out and going will raise their hand if they won't fight you. But all of that is guiding you to have patience with God. You know what Paul said? Paul said tribulation, work at patience. Patience, work at experience. And experience, work it hope. And hope make you out of shame. So when those tribulations and all that adversity come before you, God is working on your patience. He's working on you. And he's trying to give you some experience that if you wait on God, God surely will come through for you. So don't give up on you, vision, Even though it looks like it's going in the opposite direction of what you've been praying and asking God for. You're trying to see how long. Will you remain faithful? How long are you willing to wait on God? So just think about it. How long? How long have God waited on you? Even though we've been in the house, God's still been waiting on us. Israel was a nation that God, God called out. There wasn't even a people. It didn't even have a name. God made them Hebrews. God made them Jews. <clears throat> And God waited on them. Let them go down into Egypt for 430 years. God waited on them. Brought them out. God waited on them to bring them into the promised land. God gave Abraham a vision over 400 years before they got there. He gave one man his vision. He said, I'm going to bring you into a land, and I'm going to give it to your seed. He says, the stars is in the sky, so shall your seeds be. Told him this even before he even had a child. Abraham got old, 90 years old. Said, Lord, I don't have a seed. Undoubtedly you must be gonna be my servant Elias, or gonna be going be my uh, gonna receive my inheritance. God said, No, you're gonna have a child. And he put put Abraham in a trance and showed him a vision and made a covenant with him right there. Abraham was dead and gone. But God brought that vision to pass. When they came out of Egypt, they went in. The Bible said they went in with 70 souls. Only 70 people went into Egypt, and over 2 million came out. And the Bible said when they came out, they didn't come out empty. When you come out of this mess here, baby, you ain't coming out empty. Do your time. Do your time. Some people that went to jail and, and, and was accused of, of a crime that they didn't commit. See, when they came out of jail, the state had to pay them. Had you paying for them days? Had you paying for them years? When you come out of this, you ain't coming out empty. Your vision is going to speak to you. You're going to get up and testify what God has done. What the song said, How great is our God. God bless you. Let us stand as we're about to be disciplined. God is a good God. I say God is a good God. Yes, he is. God is a good God. Yes, <laughs> yes, Lord. God is a good God. God is a blessing. Yes, he is. I say God is a blessing. Our Father and our God, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. thank you for this time you gave us to spend here with you. I pray, Father, that every ear was an uh, ear to hear what you said unto them, dear God, that have encouraged their heart to hold on to their vision and wait on you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And for it, dear Master, we give your name to praise the glory and the honor. Now, Lord, as we about to leave this place, but never from your presence, we pray that the grace and mercy of God rest through in the Bible of point nine forever. Let us all respond by saying, amen.